on this episode of the Girl Talk podcast. One of the most freeing things that you can do is to say, I don't have it all together and I need help. Mm -hmm. You know, victory begins with a cry for help. there you are listening to the girl talk podcast brought to you by our friends at fox toyota of east tennessee my name is carol i'm kelly hey i'm trisha glad you're here today we're going to be talking about a hard subject why do i get hung up in the same stupid cycle over an (laughs) issue that i've been dealing with for years and years and years (laughs) will i ever be free Am I getting a hallelujah or are y'all just laughing at me? I hope okay. y'all have something to say because I got nothing on this. I got no wisdom on this whatsoever. Well, I'm trapped in this. I have to be honest, y'all. When you start, when you said we were going to talk about this topic, it brought me to tears. It yeah. literally Why? brought me to tears yeah. because the thing I struggle with, and God like hit me between the eyeballs with it this mm-hmm. morning in the car on the way to work. The, you know, the thing I struggle with, my cycle has always been my weight. It's always been healthy mm, eating. It's mm. always been all those things. And God said to me, you're not healthy in your weight because you haven't repented of your sins of making your focus on food. And so that like stopped me in my tracks. God saying, you have not repented of your sin. Mm. And so you need to repent, Kelly, is what he said to me this mm-hmm. morning. And so I say that really as an encouragement to all of us, too, that mm-hmm. sometimes the reason why we're stuck in a mm-hmm. cycle mm-hmm. is because we really haven't repented of the thing that got us into the cycle in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's hard. That's hard for me to hear. It was hard for me wow. to hear this morning from God. And it is hard for me to say out loud, mm-hmm. but oh, yeah. I have not repented. Do you know that as you were saying that, as you were saying that, I was thinking of most every single thing that I would call a cycle in my life, and you hit the nail mm. on the head. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, gives me goosebumps. I know, right? Yeah. That's not where I thought we were going with right. this. That's not where but, I thought we were going with this yeah. either until the Lord said, Kelly, I know. repentance is okay. the thing you're struggling with. Okay. You can't break that cycle until you repent of what got you into the cycle in the first place. And talk repent. I was going to say, let's define repentance for people. Yeah. So that is admitting that I, I am the problem Mm. that, (laughs) that I, that the sin in me is the problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My desire for myself Mm. and my own, uh, does my own, uh, happiness, Mm. my own contentment, my own satisfaction above what God says is best is what is keeping me from overcoming that issue. Yeah. And mm-hmm. to repent mm-hmm. is to acknowledge that mm-hmm. and to turn away from, to turn away from the thing that's keeping me in bondage and focus on Christ. Our pastor said it like this, and that's so powerfully true. It's like you're on a highway And you're driving fast down the highway and you realize you're going the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. You're going west when you were supposed to be going east. Mm -hmm. You get that knowledge. You look for the next exit. You take it. Mm -hmm. Then you go up and over the overpass 
and you get back on the highway going the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's repentance. You yeah. realize it, mm-hmm. you take the action to get off and cross over, and then you get back going the right direction, which is God's direction. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a powerful image, and I think about that a lot. Like, we got to get off the wrong way and get back on the right way, mm-hmm. and the first step is knowing. Because, see, some of us, Carol Davis, uh, is leading the charge on this one or riding down the wrong way going, but it's my circumstances, but it's that other person. That's right. But I've just been dealt a bad hand. It's this town I'm going through. Yeah. Yeah. All the things. Yeah. Yeah. When you just need to stop. Oh my goodness, y'all. I didn't realize this was going to be a mic drop moment, but it is. That's good. It reminds me of the the story in the Bible of the guy who sat, um, who actually laid next to that healing pond for Mm -hmm. ever and ever, 38 years or something Mm -hmm. crazy like that, which is, you know, not, that's about how old I am. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Same. Don't laugh. (laughs) For 38 years, he laid by the pool that could have healed him. You know, he had, he just had to be the first one there after the angel stirred those waters he had to be the first one there and he had excuse after excuse after mm-hmm. excuse for why he had never gone down there mm-hmm. and so jesus walks up and says do you you really want to be healed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you want to be healed yeah. do you want to be made well mm-hmm. and i think that's kind of what he says to us too as he looks at and go, looks yeah. at us and goes do you really want to be out of this cycle do you do you yes. really want it correct because if you really want it you have to Turn that car around and drive down the other side mm-hmm. of the interstate. Mm-hmm. You have to um, admit it. And then I'll carry you to the pond. I will carry you to that yeah. healing well. I will carry you to the the place where you can break that cycle. But you first have to admit, yes, yes, Lord, I do want to get out of the cycle. I do want to break it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is this cycle about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is so powerful. It is. My cycles, I'm confident, are about pride and selfishness. Mm, I'm I, well, I think that's at the heart of all cycles. Yeah, sure. But I, I, I can very clearly when you mm-hmm. said that, I'm starting to think about that, too. It's like dig down. Why do I stay busy or why do I fill my mind or my, my time with these particular things that are not helping me? It's because I'm desperate for some sort of a pat on the back. I'm desperate for some kind of an accolade or something like that. And so I keep because it's the pride or the selfishness piece in me that's that's seeking that. And so I keep going down the same cycle, even though I say I hate it, I'm still making the same choices. Mm-hmm. So I get it. I get mm-hmm. that. Yeah, well, and we live in a culture that says chase achievement, chase right. yeah, accolades, chase all those things, because yeah. that's what's going to make you happy. How many you know, superstars do we have to lose to right. know, suicide or other destructive behaviors before we realize, hey, you know what? You can have all the money in the world and that's not going to do it for you because we have that God-shaped void in our lives that was meant only for him. And when he said that, he meant it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, I mean, he created us. And so he's the only one who can fulfill us and, Mm -hmm. and stop the cycle. But there is a portion, you know, I think probably one of the things that that I am bad to do is pray prayers like this. God, if only you would. God, if only you would deliver me. Uh God, if only Uh you would change that person. God, if only you would do this. If if only you would. All those, God, if if only you would Mm -hmm. prayers. Mm -hmm. But what I'm hearing you say is that sometimes God whispers back to us, no, actually, if you would. Right. And Mm -hmm. we have to be willing to do the hard work. Yeah. And I... 
I mean, Golly, it's I'm, hard. I'm lazy. <laughs> I, I, I have to admit that. Yeah. <laughs> y'all know that. We are. I'm, we all are. We're, in our core. We all yeah. are. Every one of us. Yeah. yeah sure. And it, the hard work is hard work. And it's soul searching work. It can be painful work. That's right. Yeah. So so let's talk about this in practical terms. You know, we've we've given the illustration of you're driving the wrong way down the interstate. And maybe, maybe you're listening to this podcast today and you're like, here's my cycle. You're going the wrong way. And you realize it. What, what steps would you say our friend needs to take to actually pull off the interstate, take that exit, turn around and get headed in the right direction? I, I, I'm going to share another illustration because sure. it keeps coming to my head and it's this. Let's say you walk down a road and you fall down a hole and then you're down in the bottom of the hole. You've heard this. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, some, yeah. some version Brene of Brown. this. Yeah. And, oh, okay, well, you're, you can help me with this because I just know the bare bones of it. But let's if you keep walking down the road, you're going to keep and you keep following the same path. You're going to keep falling into that hole. So it makes sense to be aware of what road you're walking down mm. and the path and the, the specific part of the road you're walking down because that hole's still going to be there. Yeah, the hole doesn't yeah. move. So the only way to escape falling down in that hole is to... Maybe you can walk down the road and not walk toward that hole. Or maybe you walk down a completely different road. Mm. So identifying what sort of the road is in my life, what are the circumstances that lead me to fall down the hole? And how can I take a different path? Mm. How can I avoid that hole? If I know the hole's there, it makes sense to try a different way or go down a different road. So, you know, does that yeah. make sense? I'm, I might not be telling it completely no, fully, abs- but... Absolutely, I think you are. And and I think sometimes, with me anyway, I sometimes have to go to someone else and have them look at it because I'm too close to it. Uh-huh. Because I don't always know that I'm walking towards the hole. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I'm really bad about my limits. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll just go and go and go and go. Uh-huh. And then I wake up one morning and go, I'm so irritated and ill. And just, I'm like, what in the world's wrong with me? It's because I've said yes mm-hmm. to too much. And mm-hmm. I don't know my own limits. And so sometimes I have to have somebody come all- alongside me and say, have you ever considered that it might be this? Mm-hmm. You know, overcommitment. And why are you overcommitting? Because you long for people's approval. Because you don't want to be rejected. Because you want to say yes to everything. Because you're afraid that... All of those rejection lies are true, and so you're trying to disprove them with your incessant yeses, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes it takes somebody coming alongside you. If you've got a good friend, um, maybe a counselor to come alongside. Mm-hmm. If you find yourself in a, especially if you find yourself in a in a very destructive cycle, mm-hmm. you know, yes. it may mean that you got to sit down with somebody and say, okay, what is it about my thinking that I really need to change or what is the destructive cycle where's the hole Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah help Mm -hmm. me see the hole help me see the hole so that could come with a friend that could come with a a counselor you know pastor's wife somebody that that you trust and and is with has wisdom um because that for me is is huge i need somebody to help me see the hole and that's a hard first step to take oh gosh because to admit to somebody else (laughs) that you are not perfect 
<laughs> that you don't have it all together, that oh. um, I'm broken, I'm, mm. you know, flawed. That's struggling. A, I'm struggling. That's a hard thing mm-hmm. to admit to people But sometimes. I will tell you that is the most freeing thing once you can get those words out of your mouth. I thought when I, you know, I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I thought my job was to show up here at the Billy Graham radio station and act like I had it all together, whether or not I did. And then when, I, when, when my marriage fell apart and I couldn't hide that any longer... I had numerous people email me and go, oh, my word, you're just like us. And I was like, oh, and, and God opened up yeah. so much more ministry for me at that point than I ever had pretending like I had it all together. Yeah. So I just, in terms of encouraging you, would say one of the most freeing things that you can do is to say, I don't have it all together yeah. and I need help. Mm-hmm. You know, victory begins with a cry for help. Right. Yeah. And find a safe place to do that. Yeah. Because not yeah. every person that you're going to say that to is a safe place to say <laughs> those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. True. You know, sometimes you will find people in your life who will say, well, you should be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Why, yeah. What's wrong with you that you're not perfect? Yeah. And yeah. avoid those people. Yeah. <laughs> avoid at least being authentic and transparent with those people yes. because yeah. that's not going to help. Know right. the relationship. That's it. Know so. The relationship. Find so, some godly friends. Yeah. So one of the first steps mm-hmm. is like you know, helping see the whole. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then you need to spend some time laying that before God, because also a hard step is to get off, get off the exit and yeah. take yeah. the step that you need to take, because sometimes that means relationships will have to end. Right. And that's true. If they're destructive for you and they cause you to go down a destructive path, it may mean mm-hmm. that you need to say no to some things mm-hmm. or you need to not hang around with those friends anymore or it may mean that you don't need to go to that place anymore i mean a relationship can be the whole sure absolutely it can yeah Yeah. you're like me and struggle with your weight and you keep having a friend showing up at your house with a cake yeah then you need to tell them not (laughs) right yes tell them to come to my house (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding yeah but but it does take it takes Mm -hmm. courage to get to take the exit because Here's another thing that the enemy does to us. He makes it real comfortable for us to stay in those places, in those cycles, yeah. you know, and and then we drive long enough and we realize, hey, it's it's too far to get back to where I was coming right. from. So I'll just keep going on this road. Yeah. We come up with all those excuses. Absolutely. Yeah. The fear of what, mm-hmm. you know, you at least know what this is like. Right. What if you try and fail on a different road? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It gets in your head and it, it is it can be very overwhelming and very scary but cycles there's something about a cycle if you are in a cycle if I am in a cycle there's something happening there it's not just a one-off if it's happening over and over and over again there's a reason for it well and I would say this if you get off the egg if you have somebody hey help me identify the hole or the wrong road and you get off the exit and you turn around there are probably going to still be times where you make the wrong choice and get back headed the wrong way again. Mm-hmm. And for that, there is grace. Yes. I will yes. say Thank that you. one of the most precious things that I appreciate, appreciate about my relationship with God is his grace. Mm. Because he doesn't, like a school marm, slap us on the wrist so true. And, and tell us to go stand in the corner. He says, no, repent and return. And we can do that. Um, simply by just humbling ourselves before him and saying, I'm sorry, and grieving over our sin and turning back around, getting back on the right road again. And you may have to do that. There's no number, you know. There's not a number where he says, okay, we've done this 10 times. 
the 11th time, nope, no more, you know. And I don't say that as a license to do whatever you want to do. I say that because when you get to know God and you understand his grace to the degree that we can as humans, it will be the most precious gift to you that you've ever experienced. Yeah, you'll grow to love God more when you when you appreciate his grace more. Yeah. I had to do this very thing this week. This is amazing yeah. we're talking about this. And what helped me do that, what helped me go back to God, run to him instead of away from him, is remembering that there's nothing I do, nothing I've done, nothing I will do that's going to make God love me anymore. But there's nothing that I'm going to do, nothing that I have done, that's going to make him love me any less. Right. And there's freedom in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then I can run back to him knowing, well, I didn't make him mad. Yeah. I didn't disappoint him. I didn't yeah. let him down because I wasn't holding him up. That's right. And that that was very freeing to me. That helped me make that choice because I, I had to repent big this week, guys. Mm-hmm. I really did. I had a real I had a, a real problem and um, I had to repent. But knowing that I could and that I should mm knowing that nothing I did made him love me any less mm. helped me do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Such a good. And he promises too to be with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't just say, you know, come to me and it's a one-time deal. Yeah. yeah. He says, I'm going to walk hand in hand with you. Yeah. I'm going to wrap my arms around you and we're mm-hmm. going to walk down this interstate together. Yeah. yeah. And the Bible says <laughs> it is his kindness that brings mm-hmm. us to repentance. Mm-hmm. And his kind, he is, the Holy Spirit is so kind in the ways that there are, there have been times where I feel like I've been taken out behind the woodshed and whooped real good because I have had sin in my life. But there have been so many sweet times that I've sat before the Lord and he's convicted me of things in my own life in such a sweet way to say, that's not going to satisfy you. Mm-hmm. And you keep chasing this. And I, I, I want more for you. Mm-hmm. And that is his heart for us. He wants so much more for us than we even have the ability to want in our humanness. Um, but his grace will meet you there. I want you to know that if you're stuck in a cycle, some practical things, some practical takeaways we want you to get from this episode it may take somebody helping you to identify the wrong road, the holes that you need to stay away from. If that is where you're at, ask for help, either from a group of friends, uh, your pastor at your church, a counselor, whatever help you need, ask for help, because that's also going to provide accountability to you as well. Take the step you need to take, even if it's painful, even if it's hard, and experience God's forgiveness and grace. Jesus went to the cross so you could experience that. Mm And it is our prayer for you that you experience that as well. We'd love to hear from you, your thoughts, um, your prayer requests from this episode. We'd love the opportunity to pray for you. You can always email us at girltalk at thelightfm.org. You can get in touch through the Facebook page, through the Girlfriends group. We love staying in touch with you. You are what this podcast is all about and seeing you grow and flourish in your relationship with Christ. That's going to do it for today. We'll see you the next time we gather around these microphones for the next Girl Talk podcast.